Hi, and welcome to the Domestic CEO Podcast. I'm Amanda Thomas. Last week, I talked about how to decide if you should sell or rent out your home. While I was talking with my property manager friend, I also started talking with one of the best real estate agents in Phoenix I know. Don Aldrich has been helping people buy and sell homes in Phoenix for over a decade and has done hundreds of transactions. So I knew he'd be able to help me put together a list of tips for potential home buyers to follow when buying a home. And I've got those for you today. First, though, I do want to thank today's sponsor, Audible.com. And I can't even tell you how excited I was to log into Audible and find that they have as a new release, Down the Rabbit Hole, Curious Adventures, and Cautionary Tales of a Former Playboy Bunny by Holly Madison. I am so excited for this book. I know I talk about Audible quite a bit, but if you haven't tried them out, now is your chance. She goes all in about all the secrets behind the show, behind living in the Playboy Mansion, all that kind of stuff. So if you want to get that for your free Audible trial, you can go to audiblepodcast.com slash CEO. That's audiblepodcast.com slash CEO. I don't think there's any better book to get you through the summer than this one. So be excited with me. We'll go back to the tips and I'll give you that website again at the end of the show, just in case you didn't get it written down. The first tip when figuring out how to buy a house is to figure out your numbers. This is the very first step that you should do. You should meet with a great lender ahead of time. A mortgage banker or broker can help you determine what type of mortgage is best for you, how much you qualify for, and also how much you really want to spend each month. Aldrich insists that it's always better to know your numbers before you start looking. Not only will this help prevent you from falling in love with a house you can't afford, but it'll also make you look more serious when you put in an offer on a house. The seller will know that if your offer is accepted, it is much more likely for the deal to close. Now, once you know how much you can afford, it's time to find a real estate agent to represent you. When looking for a real estate agent, I'd recommend getting referrals for three or four agents who've done recent transactions in the areas you think you want to buy. Then, Ask if you can set up an appointment to meet with them for 30 minutes. Even if this appointment is by phone, you can start to get a feel if they will be a good person to represent your interests. Do they listen to you? Do they seem to understand what your goals are? Or are they offended by the very fact that you asked to meet with them first? By having a quick conversation with a handful of agents, you'll likely start to gravitate towards one or two over the others. Buying a home is a big decision, So take a little time to make sure the person you choose to represent you is someone you trust and who will listen to you. The next step is to learn the process. So if this is your first time buying a house or it's been a number of years, it's a good idea to have your agent explain the process that you'll have to go through to buy a house. There have been a lot of changes in the mortgage and real estate industry in the past few years. So there may be different steps than you remember from your last home purchase. By having your trusted real estate agent walk you through the process, you'll be able to have your expectations set correctly. Buying a home typically isn't a super fast process, especially if you're getting a loan. So knowing what kind of a timeline to expect will help you make decisions on everything from your current living situation to when you will start shopping for new furniture. My agent friend Don encourages buyers to make Their agents educate them on the whole process up front, starting with what'll happen when you write an offer, write a check for earnest money, 
go through inspections, get an appraisal, go through qualifying for the loan, complete your final walkthrough, and finally move in. That way, there will be no misunderstandings and your expectations will be met in a timely manner. The next step is to define your parameters. So when you have your agent picked out, he or she can set up a profile for you to receive daily updates on listed homes that match the criteria you want. Don recommends talking through your absolute must-haves with your agent to make sure he or she is clear on the things you really want from your next home. If you only want to see homes between three and 4,000 square feet on acre lots with at least four bathrooms and RV gates, you can do that. If you want to receive updates only on two-bedroom, one-bathroom condos in complexes that have a pool and a workout room and underground parking, you can receive those updates instead. When putting the specifics of your wants and needs together, I feel it's best to stay more general in the beginning. If you insist on needing a jacuzzi tub, that is going to greatly limit the number of homes that are shown in your updates. Now, even if you don't like every house that pops into your updates, Don reminded me that this is one of the best ways to get your finger on the pulse of the market. That way, when a hot house appears on the market, you can immediately jump into action. You can see what similar homes to the one you eventually buy are being listed and sold at. You can see when their prices increase or drop, and you can decide if you want to change the parameters to help refocus your search. Just make sure as soon as you change your mind on criteria, let your agent know so the search can be updated. Otherwise, you'll continue to receive updates for homes that you're no longer interested in. The next step is to hang out in those neighborhoods. Once you have an idea of the neighborhoods you want to buy a home in, start hanging out in those areas. Park your car in the neighborhood and walk around during different times of day. A neighborhood that is quiet on Sunday mornings may be that way because there are parties happening Saturday nights. Are people greeting you with smiles or are they staring at you from behind closed doors? Are there dogs barking incessantly in backyards, or are people always out walking their dogs? Neighborhoods have personalities, so find the one that fits what you and your family are looking for by hanging out in the area on multiple occasions. What's the agent's advice on this? Don advises to drive the areas and neighborhoods that you like to get familiar with them. And again, if you wish to change the parameters of your search after gaining knowledge of the homes and the areas, Notify your real estate agent right away to amend the parameters of your search. The next tip is specific to buying a new house, as in a new build, and that is to bring your agent. In certain markets like Phoenix and Las Vegas, there are lots of new homes being built. It can be tempting to stop by the sales office and start walking through model homes, but Don cautions that you always want to let the sales agents know that you're represented by an agent on your first visit to the property and preferably have the agent with you. The person you speak with in a sales office at a new build is an employee of the builder and no matter how helpful he or she appears this person is representing the builder not you. If you go in unrepresented you may end up signing paperwork that makes it really difficult or even impossible to bring your agent in when you decide to buy from that builder. By letting the builder know you already have an agent, your agent will be allowed to represent and negotiate on your behalf. It won't cost you a dime to have your agent represent you, and it'll actually likely help you save money 
or get an additional incentives that you wouldn't have been able to get on your own. And the last tip that I have for you today is to think about the next five or 10 years. When you start looking at homes, I found it's important not to think too far in the future. It's easy to walk into a home and start imagining growing old in the house. But the reality is that most people move every seven years. Your life situation will likely change dramatically in the next decade and likely in ways you can't even imagine right now. So don't tie your entire future into your current home purchase. I just had this conversation with one of my best friends. We bought our homes around the same time and even bought similar sized homes. But now both of us are ready to start downsizing. My husband and I bought our home with the intent of hosting parties on a regular basis. We weren't planning on having kids, but a 2,700-square-foot, three-bedroom house with a movie theater screen in the loft seemed like a great decision at the time. And we did get a lot of use out of the house for the first year. But then our friends started having babies, and the parties got fewer and farther between. Similarly, my friend and her husband bought a 2,500-square-foot, four-bedroom house because they're planning on having kids and anticipated that grandparents and aunts and uncles would come to stay with them. What they didn't count on was that grandma and grandpa would buy a house in the same neighborhood and all the guest spaces would go unused. So now both of us are itching for smaller homes that are better fit for our family's needs. And how long have we been in our homes? Seven years. Go figure. So buying a home is always a big decision. Financially, it's usually one of the biggest decisions people make in their lives, but it's also an emotional decision. By following the seven steps I talked about today, you can make sure that you're more prepared when you're going into that decision-making process. Now, I'm curious to know what the best advice you've received is when buying a home. You can share those on my Facebook wall or in the comment section on the online version of this episode. And remember, go on to audiblepodcast.com slash CEO and get your free audio book and start trying out Audible services now. You can get Down the Rabbit Hole by Holly Madison, or you can get any other book that they have. The audiobooks are great for summer road trips or just lounging by the beach and listening to an audiobook instead of reading trashy magazines or whatever else we do at the beach. Right, ladies? So audiblepodcast.com slash CEO for your free audiobook trial. Until next time, I'm the domestic CEO helping you love your home 